Hi, I'm Sam, and I'm here today in the studio with Henry Lavallee, the drummer for Naked Giants and a graduate from my school, Mercer Island High School. Naked Giants are a great band from the Seattle area that I would definitely recommend checking out. Welcome, Henry. How are you today? Oh, I'm doing great today, Sam. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty great. It's not every day I get to talk to a drummer quite like yourself. Oh, right on. Well, today's that day. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. So could you tell me how Naked Giants formed? I can tell you how Naked Giants formed. Uh, we were just two of us at first. It was me on drums and uh, my friend Grant on guitar. And we had actually probably formed in spirit um, when we both went to the same preschool together. A little preschool called Sunny Beam, for those who may or may not be aware or hip to the the local lore and uh basically about 10 years later we were uh 15 and we started playing music together and um it really formed because there's a boys and girls club on the island called the peak and they had a uh a battle of the bands that grant and i decided we would attend and contest in and uh we basically just kind of started writing songs for that all right so how'd you do in the battle of the bands now you got me excited yeah well it was uh, it was a it was a hot night. It was a May night, irregularly hot for the for the time of year in the in this climate. And uh, Grant and I took the stage, following such great acts as Danny Cole Specter, Henry Mansfield, and Vehicle Collector. <laughs> These are all and the Jalapenos. Oh, purposefully pronounced like that. Well, that's an interesting name. Those who were hip to the Mercer Island Battle of the Band scene in uh, 2014 would would be pretty pretty stoked on some of these names. Pretty sure Sophie Feldman was also there. Sophie's a uh, singer songwriter. Oh. She, she's in L.A. now. All right. And um, we got first place, which was fantastic. Ooh, good job. Good job. Thank I, you. I'm sure you must have improved a lot <laughs> since then. Negligible. <laughs> Well, I, I guess that's the hope, right? <laughs> yes. All right. Well, can you tell me the story behind your band's name? I can tell you the story behind my band's name. Uh, it was uh, it, a product of necessity. Uh, we had the battle of the bands we had to get to, as many bands do at some point in their careers. And we uh, needed a band name. So my brother, my big brother walked down the stairs in my home that I grew up in. And uh, he wasn't clad in much. And uh, he's a tall guy. And I thought, and he looks, he's like a naked giant. And then I kind of thought Naked Giants was kind of a cool band name. Because it's silly and it doesn't take itself too seriously. And it's stuck? It's stuck. We haven't been able to shake it. We had a couple other ideas like uh, Indigold, not as good, or the Go Easies, but nobody wanted to do that. Yeah, well, I mean, Naked Giants is definitely a pretty cool name. It's it's goofy. <laughs> yeah, you want you don't want something that's like takes itself too seriously. Because I always am just like, Ugh, give me a break. Yeah, yeah. Well, how'd you guys get noticed in the music world? Well, when you play drums, usually people notice you pretty quickly because they tell you to be quiet. <laughs> and uh that was always kind of part of my like just how i would kind of carry myself well we we hooked up with our bassist and uh co-singer named gianni aiello right the day after i graduated from mercer island um i grant and i played a show at the 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 old crocodile cafe uh down in belltown 
and I hadn't had any sleep because of that senior party that they do. Um, and, uh, you know, we played the show. Gianni's other band was playing at it. We met him. We started playing a lot. Uh, Gianni and Grant went to the University of Washington for about a year and a half. And uh, when they did, we were we were living up there and basically played a lot of house show gigs. And I recommend for people that are in the scene to get out and do those DIY do it yourself kind of shows because you really meet people that have their 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 hands are muddy their their ears are to the ground and they're really um they really care about what's what's going on in the scene so how much would you say you like play drums per day i don't know hour hour and a half well that's impressive uh, practicing <laughs> it, it takes a lot of willpower right well there's practicing and then there's just having fun that's true that's true but you know i think just like and i tell people that i that i teach music too you know it's like you you want like for guitar you want people to pick up the guitar because it's fun you don't want them to pick it up because it's homework then they're not gonna do it when they're not forced to so you know i would just be playing drums to have fun but i guess at some point there i was doing a lot of practicing too but that's just because i wanted to do a lot of stuff on the drum kit and you have to kind of practice to be able to do all the things yeah well i mean i i watched um your like your kexp stuff and i was watching like your your drumming there and it was actually nuts i was like wow wow he can he can play oh yeah yeah that was yeah very impressive thanks yeah well you know i love to do it it's it's uh it's truly a spiritual experience like probably the closest thing to a spiritual experience that i can personally speak for it's uh and it's very driving it's it's very uh it's it's a it's very um it's like a lighthouse in my life's purpose so do you see yourself like continuing with music for the rest of your your life? Yeah, I mean, not necessarily by choice. It's kind of just has to be that way, you know? I got I, you know, it's like when I'm not performing or practicing, I'm probably teaching or writing something. And it's just like there's just nothing, there's no better use of 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 every day cuz yep. you know, life's not guaranteed. I mean, yeah, it's, music's a good thing to spend your time on. I will say that. I, I particularly enjoy it. It's pretty sweet. It's pretty sweet. And, uh, you know, part of what got me to do it as much as I have done in my life so far was realizing that it can make other people happy, too. And uh, that kind of helped me to uh, it became more of a selfless endeavor, which is a good feeling to kind of make somebody's day or to make somebody laugh to make somebody like cry because you've elicited some emotion from them i actually discovered that at the mihs auditorium the, oh. the the pac the performing arts center well what happened there well you can you can check the receipts uh in 2013 they did a musical production of uh jonathan larson's rent and yours truly played angel dumont chunard and uh you know they had me i shaved my legs i was in full drag i had all the makeup angel's a cross-dresser in the show a drag queen and uh, I remember uh, it's a pretty dramatic show, but it's also pretty funny. And my character is pretty funny in the first act. And, uh, you know, I was able to really make people laugh and get excited. And then, uh, you know, a later 
time in the play, in the musical, uh, something sad happens and people would weep. And I remember feeling a little bit of a, a crisis in my life at that time and, and finding that music actually was a very um, purpose giving in that way. It's very special. Yeah, well, I mean, you definitely see lots of artists out there like pouring emotion into songs. It's it's quite it's quite a great thing, and it's quite a quite a great way to uh to use that emotion. You know, it is. It is. We all we all have these emotions, and it's funny because they're invisible, but they can really have an impact. Yeah, they certainly can. They certainly can. Huh. Well, could you tell me what it's like working in the modern day music industry? Um, yeah, 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 yeah. It's a lot of um, your manager or your record label saying, well, what if you made a TikTok video that like looks like this? And then I'm thinking to myself, what about like recording and my paradiddles and my, you know, my lyrics and all this stuff that I love about music. And then they're like, yeah, but like, you know, like maybe like a TikTok video that could be like this. There's a lot of that, uh, which I think is funny. I guess growing up, like YouTube had just been announced to the world, like when I was 10. So it was like, oh, okay. Like bands can have like music videos and like you can make skits. Like I was always making like little skits with like a little camcorder video thing. So in that way, it's cool to use social media um because i like to make these like ridiculous little videos but uh so that's one part of it and then i guess you know going on tour is great that's like the greatest adventure you know at some point one one will maybe read on Kerouac's on the road and you'll kind of get that call to to kind of go out and see what you can see and uh that I did that when I was in high school and I kind of was like, oh, yeah, I want to I want to just kind of hit the ground running and don't look back. Yeah, I'm touring sounds like a blast. You guys toured with car seat headrest, right? Oh, yeah. But yeah, that must have been quite exciting. That was a lot, you know, for like a 21 year old to like get thrown into like a like a pretty extensive touring schedule in uh you know theaters and thousand cap venues uh and it really forced us to grow up quickly as musicians uh and i think that that was really helpful for our uh musicianship and it was a uh, obviously like great cuz you know i grew up going to youth theater northwest which is was once a really cool looking building on Mercer Island, but it's no longer uh, here. Um, however, it is in spirit. But you're talking to a, a theater kid at heart here, and performing has always been uh, a very, a very. It's at the heart of the the show. It's like I love the theatrics. You know, I love Freddie Mercury. I love the um, the drama and the excitement. And the five minutes to curtain, thank you five, getting all stoked for that. So the performer in me was always like, just, yeah, put me in front of more people. And that was a big drive. Yeah, I mean, it, it sounds honestly kind of terrifying, like like being in front of that many people and having to having to play. Like, what if you mess up, right? Well, you, you just said it, you know, you're just playing. So I think the thing to not mess up on is uh, to not overthink. And that that's tough because you one wants to be uh, in tune with themselves or at least for for most music. You know, you want to find a groove drummer speaking 
you want to find a groove and you, you don't want to drop that that groove. You know, it's like you're playing Frisbee and you don't want someone to drop the Frisbee. So you kind of want everybody to be sending good passes, making responsible catches and trying their best. So, you know, you want to make sure everybody's capable to do that night after night. Yeah, it definitely sounds like a, a hard schedule to live like ev- every day going playing songs but it must be a blast right yeah it's pretty fun yeah yeah it's good it's good there's some downtime you learn a couple of good card games though and uh you gotta really enjoy a nice long road trip and it's a lot of road time it's gotta be some great like band bonding right yeah every time you walk away with some serious inside jokes that make no sense but you get cabin fever after a week the cabin fever sets in and uh yeah you just start laughing at the most ridiculous things yeah well that Uh, that certainly sounds like a blast i will say should do it sometime (laughs) yes definitely definitely i i hope to at least watch out for um some tours and i don't know go go watch them sure (laughs) well your drumming isn't your only instrument right that's correct yeah so do you have any favorite instruments or is oh i love i love the drums i love snare drums i like hi-hats too and of course i like the acoustic guitar i mean that's pretty much like I'll, I'll I'll get down with the the bass, you know. I love piano. Uh, just kind of your basic like rock instruments. I really like to sing too. It's fun, but yeah, you know, I think guitar is pretty fun because you can. Or the way my brain works is I really write songs via the guitar. Um, so I think songwriting is a fun like puzzle in and of itself. Like when I was in in middle school and high school any chance i could i would make like a parody song or i would write a song for like a book report like or any project where that was an option you know like i grew up listening to like weird al yankovic so i would be like oh yeah like i can make a song in seventh grade i made a parody to live your life like ti and rihanna but i made it about king tut (laughs) yeah it was pretty good so you you certainly pulled like a weird out yourself then a little bit yeah I remember in uh is Mr Cook still teaching here I don't think so I have bi- heard of biology no nope. okay you would have him if you're a sophomore he was uh, biology's like sophomore isn't it yes it yeah. is yeah but we made a <laughs> we made a uh a, a rap song about the photosynthetic uh cycle and. This is this was a very full circle moment for me is I was in New York and I got an Instagram message from somebody and they said, hey, this is really random. So this is like five years out of high school now. And some stranger from like Indianapolis, she sends me a message and goes, hey, I, you're, you're the drummer in this band Naked Giants. But I think my biology teacher just played a video of you on YouTube that you made in high school for some photosynthesis project. And I was like, oh my God, yes, I did do that. And now teachers around America are using that ridiculous rap song that I made to teach biology. That's hilarious. It's a. Uh, it was pretty. It was pretty good. It was a sample I made to Marvin Gaye's "Sexual Healing." Ooh, all right. Yeah, it's called "Photosynthetic Healing." You should. I'll. I'll have to look at that. That sounds. You should spin it. It's educational. It's good for the. Good for the kids. Good for the soul. It's nice. All righty. Yeah, I'll definitely, definitely look that up. That sounds really funny. Shameless plug. Yes. Well, 
So what are some, or who are some drummers that influenced your playing? Um, good question. Uh, I always tell people about this fellow named Steve Ferroni. You know who that is? He, he was the drummer in Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers, oh, like yeah. the touring drummer after the first, like the main guy. Steve Ferroni kind of would do the tours in, in the latter years. Um, but there's a video of him playing with George Benson, uh, like live in Tokyo in like 1980 something. And everybody takes this drum. Everybody in the band takes a solo. Um, and then Steve Ferroni takes the drum solo and it's just the groove for like 32 bars with like absolute mastery of the instrument and of his responsibility. And, and when I saw that, like, I was just, I was like, Oh, like that, it clicked. I was like, Oh, that's what it's all about. That's what the magic of drums are, are all about. It was just, it was just right there. That was it. Um, I also like this guy named Tony Thaxton, who was the drummer in this band called Motion City Soundtrack, which is like a pop punk band from like 2005. And he was just, I, I used to listen to them a lot, like in the hallways of this high school on my iPod. And um, I just like remember like his, his drum parts were really interesting and they weren't traditional like what you'd think. And uh, it, they were very musical. And he taught me a lot about how to play loud, how to play fast, but how to play with musicality. Tony Thaxton. Do you play? I play viola and really? some guitar. Yes. Now, is viola bigger or smaller than the violin? It's bigger. It's bigger? It's bigger, yes. Can you play like bluegrass on a viola? You probably could. I personally have not, but okay. All right. Interesting. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. It's nice. it's fun. It's fun. That's good. That's good. You ever pick up a guitar? I do. I do. I okay. play guitar. Yeah. Oh, okay. There you yes. go. It's. I like it more than the viola. Yeah. Well, you can <laughs> you can play a couple more notes at a time, which mm -hmm. is always helpful. Yeah, I I like it a lot. It's it's a lot of fun. Right on. Right on. Yep. Sweet. Do you have any any cool Naked Giants stories to tell? Yeah, of course. Uh, geez, let's see. Cool Naked Giants story. Well, I don't know. We've been a band for eight years, so there's a lot of stories going on here. Yeah, that's almost the life of the Beatles, right? Oh, wow. I guess so, isn't it? Yeah. Well, you know, Beatles, they're pretty good. They certainly are. They're pretty good. Yeah. <sighs> Um, geez, I don't know. I think it's, I think the most beautiful thing, this isn't really a story, but it's, it's, uh, being in, um, getting to work with people that you, that were once friends and are now like more like siblings, you know, I think that that is a really beautiful thing. Um, and we really rely on each other and we really like have each other's backs. Like you go out of your way to do more for these people. And we just happen to also work together and create together. And it's very, we don't take it for granted, like how cool of a job that it is. Um, yeah, it's pretty special. Yeah, it certainly sounds like a blast. Playing music, I know, is is a lot of fun. So, yeah, there it, you go. It must be a great career to have. It's a it's a good one to, to go after with tenacity and um, risks. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Thanks for talking to me. Thanks for yeah. asking me to come in and chat. No, a hundred percent. This is this Pretty is fun. so much fun. Yeah. Oh, good. Yeah, I I certainly 
had a great time. Wonderful. I, I, I hope you did too, right? I, I did. That's I did. good. That's good. It's it's fun. 